Welcome to Jason and the Movie Nods. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carlos Rodella. And we are doing the next movie in our Marvel movie marathon, Captain America Civil War from 2016. It's got everybody in here in it, so there's no reason to mentioning who's in the cast because it's got everybody. everybody. It's not even a Captain America movie. This is an Avengers movie, right? Like I always thought it's like Avengers 2.5. Yeah. It's like so many people that we'll get to it later, but I don't even think need to be in this movie, but they are for some reason. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute, I'm sure. Is that part of your your issue with the movie? It's just a little over full? Well, I have a few issues, but I knew I would, like we mentioned last week. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got issues. And by the way, I think this is, uh, you're calling this the Marvel cast, right? Is that what what this is? Because I just just realized that I was going back and watching some of our old ones and or listening to them. And yeah, Marvel cast, that's great. That's a great marketing name. I think you may have said it, but anyway. Oh, nice. I'm only like tooting my own horn. Jason, you ever heard of that um, Carlos guy? He comes up with great names and Marvelcast is, is one of them. And listeners, you should see his hair. Oh, uh, what? It's it's actually going to change again. Off, you won't see this because it's an audio podcast. But it's spectacular. It's orangish now. It's going to be silver. Okay, so we're uh, going to have slightly different takes on Civil War, I think. I think we will. It's, it's a little better than I remembered it being, but I don't think it's especially great. Okay. What do we the, do? We've changed the format of where we like say a kind of summary in the beginning, right? Yeah, just a couple sentences. You want to start? That's what I, well, that's my take. Oh, that was it. You're, you did a couple sentences. Yeah, I think I didn't think I would like it at all. Kind of like had a, a low, low score in mind. And there were scenes that I enjoyed more than I remembered. And I liked seeing Wanda again, because mm-hmm. again, like I've said, probably every episode, this is the impetus of starting this whole thing. Is watching one is one division, but yeah, overall, I think, I think I think you just have a thing for Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, maybe I just like the series because I love Catherine Hahn or whatever that's her name, right? That's true, yeah. So I like the supporting cast too, but I think this hit around the expectation that I had, and okay. I have a couple more questions than uh, that I didn't think I, you know, remembered from last the first time I saw it, okay. Uh, I know you're not a big Winter Soldier fan, but it's a lot of Winter Soldier. It is a lot of Winter Soldier, yeah. In fact, that's what the movie essentially starts with. Yeah, so Bucky Barnes, uh, Super Soldier, uh, trying to get the serum, right? Like the serum that makes other Super Soldiers. Right. Um, Right. In the very first scene, we see him getting hypnotized with those words. Yeah. Clever scene. A little too much handheld camera for me. Yeah, they're trying to make it gritty in the beginning, and it almost feels like a different film in a way, right? Because mm-hmm. later on, we'll get to like the Avengers part that we talk about, where it's people facing off against other people and circling cameras. And But this is, yeah, it's gritty. And I guess maybe I think you'd mentioned off podcast that you liked, liked that reason about it, that it was like a little different. And I, I like it. it was, you know, it was an action movie kind of thing, beginning. But then um, without the torture scene, but. You know, I yeah. thought there was some genuine drama in there anyway. Yeah, I never like torture in movies. No. Uh, I don't think it really adds much. Then we jump over to the Captain America, Black Widow, Falcon, and Wanda. Uh, that whole scene where they're essentially like this little trio. And what are they? They're heading off to stop something. What were they stopping? Oh, that's when they have the fight in Kenya that destroys the city, right? 
The city, yeah, yeah. And then there's a oh, wait, when okay, I'm again I got really confused on this because my notes are pretty scattered, but Wanda does save Captain America at some point. Mm-hmm. And that's I think what starts this whole issue because basically a bunch of people die during that kind of this little side mission that they're going on. And because of that, this whole Sokovia Accords thing starts up, which is, hey, we want to control these Avengers, right? So that's the piece that when I first saw this film, I felt was contrived. I felt like, come on, this is a little too much, right? But we've been talking the last few weeks about how there's so much destruction to the cities and therefore so much loss of life that I think it does make sense to try and corral these people. And there's a line in there, I forget who says it, that basically says, you know, as soon as there were all these people appearing on the planet, then all these battles and war started happening and more and more people started dying. Right. And it may not be cause and effect, but there's definitely a correlation. I think it's Vision who says that. Yeah, yeah. And that actually really struck me as powerful because we, the movie starts with two different scenes of major destruction. There's destruction in Kenya where they're running through the streets and through the markets and all these innocent people are, if not killed, then at least their lives are messed up. This mm-hmm. is right after Sokovia was destroyed in the previous movie. And then they have the bombing at the UN headquarters in uh, with Vienna. Yep. And, uh, you know, at that point, you can really see ordinary people saying, no, we can't have this anymore. Yep. Yeah, I know. Cause like literally they, I think they even mentioned like, you know, this is a year after Ultron or something, but that's only one year, you know? Right. And there was like all this chaos that we talked about last time during the review of that movie that just is like, oh yeah. Also huge cities just destroyed or ports at parts of it. So it makes sense that they set it up. I kept thinking like, how do you buy insurance if you're a business in a world like this? Like, you <laughs> just literally never know when the aliens are going to come and attack or when. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, it gets even worse theoretically after Thanos snaps his fingers because God knows how many planes crash out of the air. And oh my like goodness, that. the true fallout of that movie, yeah, is like in, insurmountable essentially. Uh, well, like you said, there's a bomb and there's a bomb that goes off and kills that king. Uh, and Wakanda really jumps in here, like forefront in this movie, which king, I'd forgotten about. King T'Chaka, the Black Panther's dad, of course, this is the first time we've seen him. Yeah, and then he just dies, and then Black Panther's like, I will get revenge, and that sets up essentially Black Panther. Is it the first time we see Black Panther ever? Yeah, this is the first time. Okay, there you go. Some There's bunch a reference of firsts. in an earlier movie to the Wakandan technology. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the Ant-Man they referenced Wakanda, uh, but this is the first time we actually meet him. Yeah, uh, I got to say, when I saw Chadwick Boseman on screen, like I had this moment like, oh, Chadwick Boseman, I really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome to see him again in this setting because, again, movies are timeless and time is stuck, you know, for movies. So he's uh, alive and well and and being Black Panther. Yeah, he'll always um, be in these movies, yeah. He'll always be in the movies, yeah. So then we have um, Steve Rogers trying to save Bucky Barnes, I wrote down. Uh, there's a lot of him trying to save Bucky Barnes, but then, well, I don't want to flash forward too far, but at some point he's obviously mad at him <laughs> for some reasons 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 oh oh, this is also the movie where um and correct me if i'm wrong the first time we see helmet or what's his other nickname baron's or uh, baron zemo zemo yeah yeah um so we see him i think this is the first time ever right in the mcu 
Yeah, and he's theoretically the motivating force for these heroes to get in conflict with each other. Right. Not really driven in its tight way. And I thought it actually took away from the story in some ways. Well, here's the thing. This is, again, another problem I have with this movie and surprise with a lot of the other movies you talked about. It's just watching it. I'm like, what is this through line? You know, I'm very confused what the through line is. The third act again, or it's actually kind of like in the middle of the movie. Um, I can't remember if it's the third act or the middle, but you have a lot of big action scenes, but they all don't seem to be for any reason. Like, I don't, I'm still racking my head on why certain people fought certain people. So yeah, him showing up, he's a fun character and he definitely played a good role in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. But here I was just like, I don't know. It was just like, oh, he's going to brainwash Bucky Barnes and make him do stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, and there's theoretically the tragic ending with Bucky Barnes, but of course we know it's not really the ending. Yeah. yeah. Flashing ahead again. And then flashing back, uh, Tony Stark shows up, and here's where like the it becomes an Avengers movie. You know, Captain America and Black Widow and a couple of people, they're like, you know, renegades, I guess, or whatever they call them. And they're like gonna go do whatever they want to do to like stop these super soldiers, right? Like mm-hmm. that gets that's the impetus. And then out of nowhere, I don't remember even this being in the movie, Tony Stark and Vision and Peter Parker and War Machine, all of them created a whole other team to like stop them. Did you like the bits where he recruits Spider-Man? I don't you get the Marissa Tomei sighting and I mean I like stuff. Spider-Man. I, I think you're asking me the wrong question because I, I like is the question, do I like Peter Parker, Marissa Terme and that world? Yeah, but I don't think it belongs in this movie. Look at, this is a hodgepodge. I, I don't know why he's there. Because all they do is fight each other, right? Remember, they just have this big Avengers fight. Yeah, he just comes in and has these quips during the fight. I mean, yeah, they, they introduce him essentially so they can set up Homecoming and have him be... Tony Wait, Stark's. are you saying this is the introduction of him too? The introduction of him to the Marvel Universe, yeah. Wow. So then, okay. So this movie is interesting in the fact of that alone is, is interesting, but it's just so many people being set up. That's why they make such a big deal about Tony coming to visit him because yeah. this is him coming into the MCU. I get after it. The two sets of movies at Sony. Yeah. It's essentially the, the second reboot. Well, I, I mean, again, I guess you have to have one of the movies do that. So that's, just, this is the movie that does that, but it doesn't mean it makes it a good movie or in my opinion, it, it like takes away from a focus. I think I know where you're going with this then. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. At some point, you we jump over to, uh, you know, they have, they have that big battle. I think it's silly. I don't re- understand what why. So I want to talk to you about the battle. Oh, let's talk about the battle. So the battle's at, in like literally the most generic place it could possibly be, right? It's just an airport. It's in Germany, but it could literally be anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like the most generic possible place. And, you know, I get it in a way because, you know, that's the nature of airports is they're generic, but couldn't, it's a weird complaint to make, I know, but couldn't they have come up with something a little more clever as a place for them to fight? They could have. And then, you know, one of the points of having it be at an airport is that essentially there's room for everybody to fight. There's no claustrophobia. There's no, you know, weirdness about them fighting there. So, you know, it, it's also got the strange like plot convenience sort of thing to it, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't necessarily a negative as much as it's just like, the more I started to think about them, the more I felt it was just like an odd touch. It's nondescript. Yeah. 
they may as well be fighting in the middle of a blank wall or something or i don't know a green screen like they are like they are yeah you know what i mean like this is essentially like the green screen uh battle arena essentially what it is because there's you, nothing there did you enjoy the battle at all i mean there's no quips and stuff and no Anna i don't Gross care. giant and you know, for me, I think this is interesting and there's kind of a parallel when it comes to video games because I review them all the time, um, is that once you've seen a ton of movies or, or played a ton of video games, it, sometimes it takes a little more to get you out of bed in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? And we have literally been doing what, like you said, off the podcast yesterday, no person probably should be doing, which is <laughs> watching every Marvel movie in order every week. And there's no break. So... At this point, I don't know for us, by the way. Oh, life sucks. But anyway, I'm just teasing. No, yeah, it's not like a great luxury either. It's just, it's, it's just probably a weird way to do it. And I think that at this point, and we've already talked about it, you know, ad nauseum, is that I don't want another. And you said it too. Pan around heroes, quips, explosions. Someone's dead, but they're not really dead. I'm looking at you, War Machine. Oh no, he'll never walk again. He's fine. He's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of nothing. Nothing really has consequences. And they're, again, fighting each other. What was the movie we just talked about where, like, Iron Man was fighting Thor or something? And you're like, for what reason? <laughs> you know? Like, it just felt like that. I was like, cool. All right. I don't care. Yeah, the hook for the whole movie is just heroes fighting each other. Hooray, that's exciting. But in the end, yeah, kind of, so what? Yeah. I mean, they, uh, it, it all goes to that the battle that cap and iron man and winter soldier have where they're in that was basically a chamber i guess where they're all fighting yes exactly other. that's like a perfect microcosm of this movie is that it's a good the, little scene it's a good scene and the bickering and the and again the kind of the past that comes up that makes captain america go crazy uh about his parents right mm -hmm. that whole thing and then zemo gets put in a prison i wrote down uh, he was going to kill himself and they, they took him and put him in prison, which kind of, again, a lot of this is set up for their series, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. I hated all the heroes being put into prison too. Yeah. Then what was that? What was that for? Yeah. And it's going to be completely forgotten really soon. So, well, the only one that it sticks with is again, Zemo because yeah, that's where he breaks out of. Right. Yeah. So the beginning of that yeah. series. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, Rhodes is walking again because he was never going to be hurt. Come on. And then again, what was the ending of the movie? I don't remember. And that's bad. Ooh. What was what was the last scene before the special scenes? Tony breaking them out of all the heroes out of prison. All of prison. Yeah. Great. Which is going to have no consequences. No consequence because they shouldn't have been in prison anyhow. Yeah. This score is getting lower as I talk about it. <laughs> Come on, there the must two, have been things that you enjoyed about it. Well, the two extra scenes real quick to finish it up is Bucky Barnes going to sleep and saying, wake me up later. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed my opportunity. He's saying, wake me up before you go-go. Ah, ah there you I'll go. edit that. You know you don't need to edit anything. And then okay. uh, Peter Parker testing out a gadget. I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense to me why that's in there. Because it's uh, setting up Homecoming. It's setting up Peter Parker, yeah. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm kind of over that like setting up thing, but whatever. On Disney Plus, there's an extra little movie, like a five-minute movie made by Taika Waititi about Thor and Hulk, Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth, and why they set out the battle. It's very funny. Where, where is that? It's, it's on Disney? On, 
if you go into the bonus features section oh on the I'll movie check that tab out. it's yeah. in there and there's a couple deleted scenes also that's cool uh so did you feel so there's a lot of character stuff a lot of continuity stuff right we get more sharon carter which i don't think delivered oh, yeah. anything that we but that i think it kind of detracted from uh rocket falcon and winter soldier because i just don't feel like how she acts here connects to that at all so maybe she's you know secretly a scroll or something yeah her her being in this even to the some point or some extent zemo being in this it just feels like extra things that don't i mean it really is it i guess is, is at its heart about the super soldiers right mm-hmm. and that serum which again is kind of what the series is about the disney plus series and so i guess that's the through line but then essentially it's it's really a movie to set up a bunch of other stuff. We just we just talked about it, setting up Spider-Man, setting up all you know, Black Panther. Um, it doesn't accomplish anything. This movie doesn't accomplish anything. For a movie that seems to be about so much, it really doesn't do that much. It doesn't do anything, in my opinion. It's a low score. It's a it's a and I don't want to skew your thinking because i thought you were you came into this going like you're you're really liking it more than you thought you would so i'll let you go first if you want to score it up yeah last week we gave the movie uh 4.5 and a 5 right yeah but you were thinking i remember i listened back i went back and listened and last episode you said you think you would give this movie a seven last week that was your guess i go down a little further i'll give it a six okay I thought some of the scenes were good. I like the Bucky parts. Uh, the Russo handheld camera stuff was entertaining enough, uh, but it's in the bottom half of Marvel movies, I think. I think so too. I want to give it a five. Last movie was what Ant Man because I liked part of it, mm-hmm. and I liked I didn't like other parts of it. But I, the parts I liked, I was like, ooh, that's like a fun comedy mixed with you know something that I like. Um, this didn't have any comedy i don't think really no a couple lines from paul rudd and that's about it oh because ant man was in it <laughs> yeah that makes sense but i'd rather see a whole movie with him at this point so i need the comedy to be there this felt like a long diatribe but i don't know what it was saying four okay isn't it? i know it's depressing but well, i knew i wouldn't lines. like it next time we talk about the newest movie on the list, Black Widow. I'm so excited. Right after Civil War in terms of continuity. Plus, it's also exciting to talk about something that's, that we haven't seen before or I've only seen once. Like, we both have yeah, seen, it once. seen it once. Yeah. What's your prediction for that movie? Oh, well, we could, we've we've been very good about off-podcast not talking about the movie yet. So you don't even know if I like it or dislike it. So this will help you decide if I like it or dislike it. I'm going to say I'm going to give it... Um, like an 8.5. Oh, yeah. You're way higher than me. Really? Yeah. And we'll talk about it next time. I'll All gonna, right. Okay. I'm going to say a six. What? That's like impossible in my mind for so many reasons that we'll get to. And I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Where can people find you? TikTok. Oh, and TikTok.com slash a lot of things comedy and Instagram.com slash it's a lot of things. And if you enjoyed our pod, leave a good rating on iTunes and subscribe. Subscribe. Thanks, Carlos. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean.